From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. Welcome to Ladies Like Us. I'm Nazanin Mandy. And I'm Nadia Mohan. And guys, we are in Manchester right now. That's in England. <laughs> if you don't, you don't know. know. <laughs> Also known as the United Kingdom. Yes. And we love it here. Yeah. I love it here. Mm-hmm. My God. I love the people here. I, I thought they were going to hate us. <laughs> no, they're actually really kind. Yeah. And, like welcoming and super friendly. Right. And I love the diversity here too. Yeah, definitely. Like culturally. And the food. Oh, let's Woo-hoo. not get started. <laughs> we have been eating our way through Manchester from tea parties to what else? What else have we had? We've had like everything. <laughs> My pants are really tight. <laughs> We've had lots of desserts, lots of coffee to oh. keep us up because it's like a wait, nine hour difference. Wait, the scones oh, here at, at the tea party we went to. Oh, they are so good. We went to this um, traditional tea party and it was like Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. theme. What was it called again? Uh, isn't it the Mad Hatter? No. no. Something Tea House. <sighs> now I got to look it up, guys. I know. Let me look it up. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I anyway, know. she's going to look it up. But we are here because Pretty Little Thing, um, Nas is the brand ambassador, one of the brand ambassadors for Pretty Little Thing. So um, they sent her out here. And since I do Nas's makeup, um, you know, we're here together. We're here with Darla and we are just exploring Manchester and having a good time. And we've been here for like almost a week or like half a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll be here by the end of this for like a damn near week. And, right. And we were not expecting it to be so rainy. Yeah. I well, knew I mean, it was going to be gloomy. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be gloomy, but it has been raining nonstop. Right. I expected the rain. I didn't it's expect nonstop. the coldness. Okay. I thought like, yeah, it's England, like it's always raining, right. but I'm like, but this is like summertime, so it's probably a warmer rain. See, and I I expected it to be colder and rain occasionally, mm. and I was like, oh, it'll rain like a couple hours and it stops, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, you know. The only part with that, it like kind of cramps your style a little bit, because we like to walk around a lot when we travel. Like Yes, and we like to keep our hair cute. <laughs> and, um, exactly. Yeah. And we like to stay dry. Right. <laughs> you know, in those instances. Um, and you guys, I found out it's, we went to the Richmond Tea Room. There you go. That's the name the of Richmond it. Tea Richmond Tea Room. Room. And it's this Alice in Wonderland theme, mm-hmm. and it's so cute inside. Mm-hmm. The food's really good. The tea was really, really good. I think I got like a jasmine rose yeah. mixed tea. I don't know. It was really I good, I got though. the queen's tea. Oh. <laughs> yes. Because I'm royal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's tea for a queen. She I, fit right in. I was like, if the queen drinks this tea, I'm going to drink this And it was tea. good. I it had was, a little bit. Yeah, it was, it really, was good. really, really, really good. But yeah, so uh, what about last night, though? <laughs> okay, so last night, I we... <laughs> am so hungover right now. And I'm sure a lot of you saw her ass. Oh, it is fabulous green. in that green PLT dress. Green, <laughs> green PLT dress. <laughs> Shout out. Plug, plug. <laughs> Thanks, PLT. Yes. Um, yeah. That, that's you... a forgiving... Let me just tell you, ladies, something about dresses. When you're bloated, 
mm-hmm. always go with a wrap dress. Yes, I love wrap dresses. Oh my yes. god, yes, it yes, is yes, yes, yes. covers all you need, <laughs> and you could still move and breathe yeah. and like you be know. comfortable but yeah. still sexy. Exactly. Gives you shape. If, if it love. brings you in at the waist, yeah, 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 it's a win. Yeah, love a good wrap dress. Absolutely. But yeah, back to last night. <laughs> so how that happened? We're gonna explain this. <laughs> So we were introduced to, let's call him Afro Pete. Yeah, his yeah. name is Afro Pete, but his description, I mean, he's like the oh. plug of the UK, right? right Everybody right. knows Afro Pete. Yeah. Um, he knows where all the good restaurants are. He knows the best clubs. He's he like knows the nightlife king. Yes, of the UK, of Manchester. And <laughs> of all of the UK. <laughs> of, let's just say the Manchester. entire land. <laughs> He would love this right now. <laughs> We're shouting him hard. It's because he really hooked us he up. He did. He hooked us up. He showed us such a good time. Oh, but first, the funny part was that, so who did, we hit someone else before we got to Pete. What, for weed? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to find weed, and oh. somehow we found Afro Pete. <laughs> it led us to Afro Pete. Man, I, barely, I haven't even had any weed. <laughs> so sad this has been a long stretch no it's been uh, yeah see this is and i don't want to say it's a downfall because traveling what? is beautiful and we're very fortunate to travel oh that we don't but, have access to weed yes like it's it's very it's hard okay <laughs> but i just want to remain grateful here i feel i mean i'm always grateful but weed should be internationally known i i agree i agree it should be legal everywhere it to me it's not a drug right you know right I, a lot of people need it right let's be honest i need it okay nadia needs it <laughs> nadia's one of them she needs it but you know she was on we were on a mission to find somebody who had weed mm-hmm. and it led us to afro pete and then afro pete led us <laughs> to the finest dining in manchester <laughs> took us out he took us to two clubs and the you, bottles we, kept oh coming, my. you guys. I've never seen so many bottles like, ever. And yeah. we've been pl- like we've been to a lot of places, a lot of clubs, and this was like nonstop, right? And mind you, it is literally me, Nas, Darla, <laughs> who doesn't drink. Darla doesn't. Darla drink. doesn't drink. Nas barely dabbles. She's more of a shot girl, mm-hmm. and but and she wasn't even trying to go hard in the paint. No, because I had a shoot exactly. She's here to work. I mean, right. so am I, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, know, you know how glam people are. We, we can, you guys can do that. We though. can get fucked. We're, yeah. we're not going to be on camera. Exactly. So we can get crazy and yeah. wake up the next morning and show up or don't wake up the next morning. And, and not saying that you're not going to wake up, but you just don't go to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. I've seen that go down. I've done that before. You have done that before. And you still produce your work and then send your client on their way and, and then done. you go to sleep. Yeah. No, really. Like I know. you are lucky you're able to do that. I know. It's a perk. It's a big perk, actually. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we started at one club. Right. Kept drinking. So we started at it wasn't history. It was what was the first place we went to? God, we're terrible I with know, these names. names. Now I gotta Google it, you guys. Well, we oh, story? No, that's history. That was the first. No, I don't remember. Anyways, we go to the first club. He takes us there, 
and they're playing cool music, whatever. The drinks keep flowing. And I'm talking about we already have a bottle. Then here comes another bottle of Dom. Then here comes the shot girls with the freaking. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it just doesn't stop. And every time I see a new group of girls coming with shots, I'm like, well, that's for the table next to us, of course. Nope. But no, it's for us because Afro Pete is a psycho. <laughs> Afro Pete is an Aries. I know. Okay, we bonded so over that. I know you guys did. We bonded over that. I was like, what's up? Because he has the same energy as me. This, so it's you guys, it was like a match made in heaven. <laughs> Honestly, like it was, it was it was good energy. Perfect. Yeah. So then we we uh stumble across the street. <laughs> literally no, literally across the street was this other club called History. Right, right. That's where it was really going off. Yes. Well, plus two, we were beyond well. I'm just going to say I was beyond <laughs> faded. I don't remember how they were. I was faded, but you I were. wasn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just didn't want to go hard. I knew no, I was going to regret I get it. it. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't. And I get it. And it was so funny because Darla apologized to me later. And she was like, sorry, you're with. We're boring. Sorry. Because <laughs> yes, we felt bad. We're like, damn, like Aaron's not here. Right. I needed Omar. Aaron. And, <laughs> you Omar. know. Yeah, to. to partake with me i know but that's okay because we I, tried though we stayed out all night yeah you did and i can entertain myself and <laughs> i entertained you guys as well yes <laughs> yes you did <laughs> my god i was gone man gone i mean we it, got to the hotel they told us to be quiet i was like screaming. oh yeah as soon as we walked in yeah it was yeah yeah and shout out to dakota Oh yeah, that's this hotel right now. is amazing. Yeah, it's really really good. If you guys come to Manchester, highly recommend the Dakota. It is really cool, brand new. Uh, it's a sexy hotel. Yes, I it think. is. It's sexy. It's it's grown. Uh, the vibe is really cool. The people that the staff that work here. But what, what does it need? It needs a gym, you guys. <laughs> Honestly, we're kind of dying. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's it's been tough to make it to the gym. They have a gym like down the street, which you know we'll walk to the gym, but it's not easy. It's kind of discouraging because yeah. you're like, oh, it's cold and it's raining, and I gotta walk to the gym. Yeah. So, but we're doing it, you know, for the love of we will do fitness. it. We haven't yet. <laughs> that is true. We will get to that when I'm done with this hangover and I want to puke. So, hopefully, I don't have to take any bathroom breaks during this podcast. No, no, no. Did did you puke? No, you didn't. Puke. I didn't. No, you didn't. It's very foggy. What <laughs> I got. What happened once I, we got back to the room? All three of us crawled into this bed. And just went to sleep? No. Oh. You and Darla ate the lasagna that oh, I ordered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I ate leftover. I ate Nas's leftover yes. cold lasagna. Yeah, it was good. I had a and bite. I got tomato sauce all over the sheet. It looked like period everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what happened. Ugh. And that's probably what saved me was that food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, saved my Because we drank a lot. Man. But you drank the most. Ugh. Do you remember getting on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I don't know these songs, and they. <laughs> I know. Afropeat passes me the song, and it's like, I don't even know how to describe the music here. It's like, um, what would you call it? Like, what's popular right now? It's like, uh, 
We, we sound really old right now. We do. What is popular right now? What are the kids listening to <laughs> these days? I don't really know. Right. <laughs> we sound so old. I wish I could remember the artist. Man, my brain. I need to stop drinking. I know, this but- is bad. <laughs> She didn't know the lyrics, but she know. pulled it off really well. Yeah, I was just like, let's do that. Very, very well. I was convinced. <laughs> yeah, no. And But then I asked Afro P, I was like, I didn't know that song. And he goes, because they were singing with me, him and his friends. Uh-huh. He goes, neither did we. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know, no one knew the song. Nope. But anyways, let's get into our high and our blow before we babble on. Everything is awesome. I think I just figured something out, Beavis. This sucks. So my my blow was like, and I know it's going to be similar to yours. Mm-hmm. It's basically our traveling adventures. <sighs> and it's just, okay, here's my question. Mm-hmm. When you are sitting in in the window seat, right? Which I always get the window because I love the window. Right. And I noticed for some reason, this is also weird. I noticed that I am able to be more comfortable and sleep when I'm on the right side of the plane versus the left. Is that weird? No, because I think that all depends if you're a right or a left sleeper or you sleep oh, on your back. That's true. That's how I look at it. Which side do you more comfortable? Do you have a side? My left. You I prefer the left I side? I sleep on my left or my back. Mm. And I'm actually trying to sleep more on my back because Mm. it prevents wrinkles if you sleep on your back. Yes, yes. So I'm going to try to train myself to do that. We do have silk pillow sheets. That is true. That that does help. That does help. And it helps your hair. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Anti-frizz. But anyways, okay, I'm sitting in the window seat and I have a person in the middle. I I mean, my, my row is full, right? So you figure... I get the window, so I'm leaning on that side, and I and and I guess the rule is the middle person gets both armrests because it sucks that you're in the middle, so that's what you get, right? Mm-hmm. However, the armrest does not. There is a wall where the armrest should be. Your elbow should not overextend past the armrest and into the side of my gut. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Both times on both of my flights, um, I had people just like, they had their elbows out. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. And I had like no room, even though I had and the that's window. that's rude. Yeah. I just, and then it's like, it gets uncomfortable. So what do you like, do? Do you knock their elbows? I did a few times, like on accident, right. pretending. Right, right, right. But at the same time, it's like. My one flight was like kind of like an older guy, and then my other flight was kind of like an older lady. So you can't be rude. Yeah, yeah. You can't be rude. But at the same time, it's like, come on, get to your own side. <laughs> I don't know. People, it are annoys really me. Unaware. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's to the point where you're like, uh, hello, like, where are your manners? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter what age. I know. You know but I know. It is harder to talk to older people about. That yeah. Because well, you don't want to be rude. Or, yeah. You know, I just bit the bullet. But yeah, I was like, exactly. but what are these rules? I need to know. Like, do you guys know these plane ride rules? I mean, Nas can't relate because she's in first class. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's like, that's unfortunate. I, <laughs> I wonder what that's like. <laughs> but us back on the steerage. <laughs> We got elbows in us. Oh we got BO all I, around I've us. I've sat in the steering wheel before. Know, I, know. I know what it feels oh, like. Oh, and then I had a kid behind me kicking oh. my chair. I, uh, they it, have those in first class, let uh, me tell you. So annoying. I know, but it's going to be us one day, so we can't really complain. I know, but like, I'm smacking my kid and being like, don't you even, yeah, don't. I know. Ki-. Like, same. 
there's rules there are rules so yeah so that was my blow what was your blow i know you had you, you my, and darla oh, had some trouble traveling okay so for those of you that don't know darla is um a part of my management team and we're also best friends mm-hmm. so we travel a lot together and she came with me to manchester and i don't know what it was but everything that we did there was a problem it went wrong it went wrong mm-hmm everything we did they couldn't find her flight information right it was like canceled or some shit i guess delta canceled her flight yeah didn't tell her and had no reasoning behind it (sighs) okay so man so we had to they had to find her a new seat luckily um she flew standby actually oh shit yeah but she got on she got on each time yeah until we had a layover and we weren't supposed to because we had to get another flight we had a layover in amsterdam right and there was no room except on first class. So I bought her I bought her a ticket. Damn, because otherwise she I would yeah. I would have had to leave her there. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't gonna that's not cool. Oh. I'm not well gonna that was leave. very nice of you. Yeah. I'm not gonna like leave her there. Yeah. And Amsterdam for ten hours until Bye, Darla. <laughs> <laughs> until- <laughs> I mean, if it was me, I'd be kind of stoked. Not going to lie. I'd be like, I mean, ten, exactly. I'd be like, you can leave me. I'm just going to take <laughs> you, a cab out could, to these streets and walk around up your weed there. Yeah. I you know. know, like I know, but I couldn't. She didn't want to stay. So, no, of course. you know, yeah, yeah. So we got to Manchester. We land in Manchester after it was the longest day of travel <laughs> and then all these problems. And then the airlines can't find both of my bags. Ugh. I'm like, are you serious? Like the worst, the worst. Yeah. Because you're thinking of everything that's in those bags, what you need. And then I get there and I want to change. I want to shower, right. get the plane off of me. And you know, I don't have anything. Right. So we the airlines finally calls us and find, they find my bags. Thank God. Thank God. So they deliver Whew. my bags, but like, what was it, like 10 p.m. at night? Like, yeah. It was later. But like, luckily, we weren't doing anything. No, we so. walked to Nando's, you guys. And yeah. like, Ooh, ate. oh, Nando's was so good. We I love Nando's. I do too. So we walked there, we ate, and then came back and had a hard time falling asleep because of the time change. Oh, my God. It was it's brutal. Brutal, yeah. brutal, you guys. It's been kicking it's our brutal. ass. Yep. But um yeah, just traveling really sucked. That was definitely my blow. We haven't traveled. I mean, I know you do all the time, but but when was the last time you went to Europe? Like we haven't been traveling far like that. Us together? Well, definitely not, not us together. together. I haven't been to Europe since I was a kid. That's crazy. Well, 18. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's... So this was like my first time in Europe since then. The last time was when I went out to PLT. Oh, right, right. In... That was last year. It was October of last year. Right, right, right. Yeah. You and Darla. Darla and I went. Yeah. yeah it was before the wedding. I remember yeah. that. Um, and that trip was fine. We had no hiccups. Right, but right. But this one, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Everything that we did. Yeah, I remember. To get to Manchester was a problem. So that's definitely the blow. The high is, of course, being here. Yeah. Um, I love working with PLT. And the shoot concept is going to be so good. Ooh, yeah. It's like this jungle theme. And yes. A lot of things are animal print and sexy and fun. And the makeup is supposed to be really good, too. It's like jungle disco vibes. Yeah, it's really, really dope. Yeah, so, I'm excited. And they treat us really well here. Mm-hmm. They take really good care of us. They yeah. take us out. Thank you, PLT. Yes, we love you guys. We love you guys. So we're excited to be here. My high is all the food we've been eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, 
If you guys haven't tried Zook's in Manchester. It's incredible. Oh, my God. It's Indian yeah. food. And it is the it has so much flavor. Like we ordered so many different so things. Many. We couldn't even eat it all. It was it was so amazing. And like it's just everything tastes real. Yeah, I know. You just taste the difference in yeah. like the meat and the bread and yeah. you no, know the chemicals. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't taste the chemicals. No. So But yeah, the food has been phenomenal. Nando we've been hitting up Nando's. <laughs> we have. Like, we keep going there. We do. Um, Rosso, which is um, Umar's family's, family's restaurant. restaurant. Umar is the, um, he's not the. Him and his family own PLC. Right, exactly. So they own Rosso. That shit is delicious. It's Italian food. And it's Man. it's so beautiful inside too. It like, is. If you live or, you know, visit Manchester, it's a perfect date night spot actually. Yeah. The bar is beautiful. The drinks are amazing. Get yeah. the porn star. Oh, yeah. Darla drank. I know. I'm shocked. She she didn't go in, but but she tried. She tried her porn star, and she only tried it because it's named <laughs> porn star. Let's be real here. <laughs> Fine, I'll try it. Right, it says porn star. Oh, it's for me. <laughs> but so good. I mean, we're just we're having a great time here. Yeah, I love traveling. Period. It's just it, it's really fun to mm -hmm. like. I don't know, just see how other people live and yeah. how other cities run. And, and I feel like I I do this thing where, like, if I'm around somebody or an environment for, for so long, I start picking up, like, the dialect. And I feel like I've been, like, talking, like, British accent do you, lately. Do you remember asking people last night yeah. how, how your accent is? What did I even say? I don't know. I can't even think of anything to say, but I was like... What you think of my accent? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, no. So I've been picking up uh, the dial of the accent for some reason. <laughs> That's weird. It makes things more fun and interesting. I, I don't think they get offended. I was going to say, hopefully I'm not offending anybody. I don't anybody. think so. I think they would look at you crazy or say something. Yeah, no. But being here, it also, and traveling for work, reminds me, like, how fortunate we are oh yeah but it also reminds me how it hasn't always been this way and right. how far we've come right you know which leads us to yeah what we're going to be talking exactly, about exactly our secret dreams and our fear of failure because i feel like most of us have experienced fear of failure mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to talk about right you know because mm -hmm. you think failure and you're like wow i'm not doing anything with my life right. something's wrong but a lot of people can relate a, a lot of people you and know? and in many different capacities of life exactly not just career mm -hmm. it could be you know relationships we're getting ahead let's right. save this for the meat <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right guys when we get back we're going to discuss our secret dreams fear of failure and some very interesting odd jobs that Nadia and I have both had throughout the years. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be good. Very good. So Nas, you know every car comes with its own share of stories. Every car. You know, like that one time you put a gash on the side of your car because you drove off with the gas pump still attached Ouch. the night you broke up with your boyfriend? Yikes. Yep, that really happened. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth and when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car details pop up. 
then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof. A moonroof? What's a moonroof? It's a roof. You look (laughs) at the moon moon. through. (laughs) That's what it is. Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage. Ding, ding, that's Mm. me. You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Mm -hmm. And I love to plan ahead. You sure do. Yep. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So, when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. All right, welcome back, guys. So, we really wanted to do an episode where we discuss kind of just how we got to where we are in our careers, just the lead up to that and all the odd end jobs that we've <laughs> that we've done along the way to get to where we are. Right. And, and just also careers or jobs or or just anything that we've kind of held on to that we don't discuss. Maybe Nas doesn't even know and maybe I don't even know mm-hmm. about some of these. So do you have any secret dreams, Nas? Do I have any secret dreams? Um, I think I've Besides made the nasty ones. At oh, night, yes. We don't talk about those. <laughs> Only one person knows about those dreams. <laughs> and he brings them to life. Oh, my God. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> um, secret dreams. That's I feel like I've never really sat down and like deeply thought about that Mm -hmm. because all of my dreams I've pretty much like voiced like what I really want to do. You've been doing it. Yeah. I have things that if I wasn't doing what I'm doing. Right. I would want to be doing that. Okay. Like what? Um, I would definitely want to be a paranormal investigator. Oh, yes. That is, I I guess, you know, that is a secret dream of mine. Yes, Yes. for sure. To be a paranormal Mm -hmm. investigator. I, I love paranormal activity. Um, I love the afterlife. So that's definitely something I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and would love to carry on. You'd be just going ghost hunting. Oh my God. With your little equipment. Around the world. Yeah. You're just and like, hold on. I feel a sense. Yes. I feel a spirit in this room. It, like I would love to do that. <laughs> I think one day I should just do it. Do you think that there's people bullshitting yes, out there? Absolutely. absolutely. So how do you know if it's real or not? I don't know. That's something I would have to learn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But it's definitely worth looking into. And also, I would love, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, another secret dream would be to be a talent agent. Oh, you'd be good at that. Yeah. Yeah. You have an Um, eye for that. Definitely something, or a casting director Mm -hmm. would be something I would love to do. I think so. I think that would be really good. Yeah. So out of like those two things, I would love to... I could also see you like later on in the future having something where, you know, like Cynthia Bailey has that like school for like models and she. Oh, I would love. I can see you doing something like that. I would love to do that. Young talent. Right. To help them in the industry. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really rad because it's a way to give back and it feeds your soul and and you're good at it. You, you, You have a good eye for knowing who has potential or not. Yes. Thank you. I would mm-hmm. love to do something like that, but mix it with like a charm school vibe too. Oh yeah. That'd you be know, fun. Teaching women how to yes. carry themselves with grace and yeah. 
you know, how to, mm-hmm. to speak properly in interviews and carry yourself, whatever you're doing, any kind of interview. It doesn't even right. have to be entertainment industry. They would but eat that shit up. I would love to, to do, do something that. like that. You need to do yeah. that. And then you can teach them how to do their makeup. <laughs> we could do a whole school yep. situation. I could teach them how to be wild and crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I could teach them how to smoke bong rips. Oh, wow. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> No, that's then, the then after dark. Stray, yeah, <laughs> after dark session. They'll lose sight of their dreams. Exactly. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my secret dream, which I have told, I have told you before, but like uh-huh. not a lot of people know, is I just have this itch that I need to scratch. She's itchy. <laughs> so itchy. Um. I really want to start taking improv classes. I've been, you need to do this. I know. I know. Because you already have it in you. I know. It's just one of those things that, listen, I didn't grow up in a household that encouraged these types of careers. Right. So my dad is Persian. My mom is Hispanic, you know, Spanish, Mexican, Native American. And they just came, they came from worlds that like, that's for other people. You don't really do that. Like, it's not realistic. Exactly. Like we, we work nine to five. Exactly. This is what we do, and we carry on with our lives. Exactly. You yeah. go to college. Right. You get your degree. You have a career. You mm-hmm. make your money. You buy your house. You get married, and have that's your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your life. That's it. And um, it, it's just that never appealed to me in, in that that whole package way. You know what I mean? Trust me. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was really hard to, it took me a long time to even become a makeup artist and to get where I'm at because I didn't really feel supported Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to bash my parents or anything. This is just what they knew. This is what they thought. And you know, my mom was, she was going to school to be an art major. So she was a little more supportive. You know what I mean? Cause she yeah. understood art and was and, like, and she understands the creative mind. Exactly. It's very different. Very different. Yeah. You put a creative mind in a nine to five or an off, you know, any office job mm-hmm. or whatever, which is what I was doing. And That's it so kills your soul slowly every single day I, even pulling up to that job I know, no you're I, just like i don't want to get out of this car i no, can't do this anymore exactly i i would lay in bed every morning thinking of how do i not go to work mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. damn I i've already called out this days. many times and whatever oh. blah 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 you know it's just it's torturous when right. when your heart is not in it now Sometimes that's what you got to do and you got to do what you got to do. I didn't have kids. I didn't have big obligations that I had to take care of. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going for it Mm -hmm. because I had nothing holding me back from it. So it, it, it becomes a little more trickier and more difficult when you, you know, have large bills to pay Mm -hmm. when you, you know, I, I've, I've never even to this day had a brand new car. Not that it is what it is. No, it's just because. I didn't want a car payment. Right. And I just wanted to just be free of that and be like, "Mm, I have this used car, no payment. It's paid for. If it takes you from A to B, you're good. Exactly. I just didn't want to have the commitment of that. And so, um, you know, I didn't have a car payment, didn't really have a lot of bills. So I was like, what the hell? Let me go for this, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then I started doing makeup when I was like mid 20s. And it was hard because I had to freelance and I was starting off with, you know, no experience. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 
social media was just starting then. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing is um, it. I don't know how to explain like your social media is your portfolio. So before that, you had a real portfolio. You had a real hard book. Exactly. An actual book that you would walk around mm-hmm. with exactly go to your go to agencies go with to castings images. with yeah. your images mm-hmm. yeah no instagram i mean now it's it's the modern day resume yeah everyone this is it everyone has access to be a makeup artist to be yep. a hairstylist to be a whatever and um it just it was different then right so my transition into makeup really started when um i was actually at a mortgage um company doing loans <laughs> like I, just, yeah i can't even picture you doing this i, I started so not off creative no i started off doing customer service then uh because i'm good with people and then um i was studying to become a junior processor for for home loans right <laughs> so random so then that industry is very up and down and they had a massive layoff mm-hmm. there and i was of course one of the first to go because i was like a junior processor like and I was one of the newer people so they were like bye and that's when it clicked for me and I I thought okay you have this chance now like do you just stay where you're at and go look for another job in this industry and start doing this Mm -hmm. or do you change it up and that's when I decided to enroll at Paul Mitchell and uh, I thought maybe I'd want to dabble into hair so I went to Paul Mitchell in Costa Mesa I loved it there. That was a great experience mm-hmm. for me. Um, it was a great school. I, I ended up never taking my test. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I never became a licensed cosmetologist. But what it me- led me to, which I do need to go back and do, that should be another part of my secret dream, just to like just be to done like with it. checkbox. Exactly. You know? um, but it led me into doing makeup mm-hmm. because it's in the same realm. And... I got lucky and blessed because you, you've grown up in this industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was, that was cool for us that I started to learn how to do makeup and, you know, you were modeling. So that kind of, that's where that match started, you know, happening. Yeah. I mean, growing up in this industry was very, very interesting right to say the least right like seeing the industry change from when i was a kid to now it's night and day right of course you know from how we present ourselves online to Mm -hmm. how things work in casting offices it's just so different Mm -hmm. um you know but growing up my mom was the stereotypical stage mother totally you know like from the I was in pageants and she was in the audience doing my routines (laughs) that was my mother (laughs) that is my <laughs> no, my dad With the camcorder yes, doing all the moves like no, mean girls. Yes, that was my mom, you guys. That was my mom. I mean, I did every talent show in the Santa Clarita Valley. Yeah. Like I mean, every year it was every talent show. I was in our musical theater. Every family party. Every family Your party. Your mom would I make you singing. perform. <laughs> Sometimes I did not want to. You normally didn't. Because I just wanted to hang out. I know. Because that was my time to have fun. Right. You know, because after school, I I really wasn't, I don't want to say allowed to go play, but it was just not a part of the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Playing is not on the schedule, Nathanine. You're right. (laughs) I had classes to go to, you know, and then I did like after school activities. There was always something to do. The, t- the tone for you was set very early. Very early. Yeah. Um, which 
I mean, it shaped me for who I am today. 100%. You know, I'm very disciplined. Mm -hmm. Um, That's lucky. At the end of the day, it's all about time management for me. Yeah. You know, that's really what it is. Yeah. To to be able to reach a certain, for me, um, level of success, and I'm still working. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't even really, you know made huge waves yet we're getting there yeah but i know it takes time absolutely but i do know that it's all about time management and Mm -hmm. discipline and Mm -hmm. i got that at a very early Mm -hmm. age because my mother instilled that in me right you know right and i'm very grateful yeah no you were you were really lucky that um your parents saw that you saw saw something in you and that you had this talent and you had this motivation and drive to do it and they just set you up right yes to do it absolutely um it wasn't always easy yeah uh because my you were still a kid too. i was still a child yeah and my dad same thing into education mm-hmm. but he was also very supportive right of my you know theatrical opportunities and you know he was at the talent. my dad was at right. the talent yeah, he shows. was supportive yes yeah. yeah but he always pushed education he was like you could do this as long as you bring home the grades as long yeah. as your gpa stays yeah. above 3.5 i love that though yes it, it made me good. work for something yeah and i did it mm-hmm. i i even surpassed his expectations like i was on national honor roll for all four years of high school <sighs> Like, but I knew I had to do this because you're like my dad's <laughs> dream daughter. I can't. <laughs> I can't. He's like, damn it. Stop. Have no. <laughs> and not he, when he sees me in those bikini oh, pictures. That's true. Then, then he is ashamed. That's true. <laughs> no. Then I am ashamed to the family. I mean, I didn't even. He knows about this podcast, uh-huh. but he, I have not explained to him the content, the content or how he can access it. Cause he has an Android, so he doesn't oh. really know how to get to it. Okay. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> my gonna... dad was asking about it. Oh shit. See, yeah. I, but I don't mind if my, yeah, if my dad listens. Your on... dad is more, um, I don't want to say open, but I guess that is the word he open. And like, he would laugh it off. Yeah. Yeah, he can he he would make it be a humorous thing. Yeah, not so serious. Right. Yeah. And my dad's, you know, he he's a little more serious, and he <laughs> he would like me to be a certain way. Yeah. More proper. He would like me to talk like a sailor or talk about <laughs> sex or dicks or weed or any of that. Right. He would have a heart attack. Yeah. Really. I know. If you know my dad. Um. But this is me, and this is my truth, and I can't. I just don't let him see. <laughs> you have to live your truth at the end of the yeah. day. It's yeah. not like you're running around these streets being like no. a wild banshee and like being well, reckless. Last night I was. <laughs> okay, but your dad is not in Manchester. <laughs> and he's not on the gram. Thank God. You know, when parents start to get on the gram, oh, no. it's going downhill. I know. I just taught my mom. Oh, I know. But you know. I'm going to block my parents if I get on there. <laughs> I don't bl- I'm going to block your parents too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Man. So that's what that, that you're lucky. That's cool. Yeah, no, you had the support. A- absolutely. But I, there are cons to that as well. Right. Um, it's really hard for me to enjoy downtime because right. I don't know what it feels like to have downtime. Right. For me, downtime is depressing. 
Right. You feel I, like I, you're not doing anything yes, productive. Yeah. And that's yeah. not good. No. You have right. to find that balance. And it's very hard for me to find that. Right. You know, especially, you know, all through my 20s. Right. I had a lot of downtime right because i didn't know what i wanted to do right. i was depressed and there was a lot going on so that had a lot to do with your sense of purpose exactly and, and, and my fear of failure. failure exactly that really was the core of it totally was the fear of failure yep it was being so petrified of taking chances right that i was just like i'm just not going to take any i think especially for you because you are a bit of a perfectionist yeah and you Thank you for saying a bit. <laughs> that was very nice of her. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like you've gotten better. I have. Yeah. No, 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 I have. Yeah. I, I have. I'm you, trying. You relaxed and let go of yeah. that, that um, notion of perfection. Right. And that has to do with you growing up in your age and realizing. And confidence, and, too. Exactly. And just being like, you know what? Screw it. Exactly. Like, nobody is perfect. Exactly. And the most <laughs> of the time, the things that we worry about, about being perfect, whether it's our body or how we're presenting ourselves in our career or whatever it is that we're seeking this perfection in, yeah. nobody notices it but us. I know. And it's so crazy. I, I know. I can literally think and remember instances and I still go through this today of where I have to convince myself mm -hmm. it's all in your head yeah yeah you, I, that probably will never go away for you I don't think so and, and I, that happens to a lot of people it I even know. happens to me it like sucks as open and free as I may seem mm -hmm. there's still a part of me there's there is still a part of me that deals with the same things that you do right. I've just learned to to push it to the side and tell myself that doesn't matter which i love that about you it, it it's, it's not free. yeah it, it it took me a while to get there right you know what i mean like i wasn't like this as a teenager mm -hmm. um i don't think most teenagers yeah, are no. we're so melodramatic and yeah. it's like everything is the end of the world exactly but, and it's not you're, i mean you're figuring things out absolutely and the world is a crazy and place. hormones are crazy oh, man the you're tired you're horny you don't know what's going on you're bleeding you're, <laughs> exactly it's like and you're pissed at everybody everybody yeah. and yeah. like you're trying to find your sense of style and yeah. you got to stay on your grades and it's yeah. so much i know but i just think that once you you you're able to figure that part out mm. and, and say you know people say now um who cares what other people think i don't care what other people think that's not even fully true because don't we all at yes, some capacity yes, care what people yes. think everybody cares what people Ab think absolutely because it's your pro projection of yourself out into the world and that has been a thing for me on this podcast mm -hmm. doing this podcast is because i have no training in any of this right i've never taken an acting class i've never taken a uh i've done public speaking actually mm -hmm. now that i think about it oh <laughs> yes I remember this now. Um, when I was in college, I went to community college. Uh, you know, you have to take public speaking. Mm -hmm. And I took public speaking. And I would I would wing most of my speeches. I would, like, write it, write some, like, outline the night before or That's whatever. That's crazy. But I never really wrote out my speech. And right. I would just get up there and just bullshit my way through it. And my teacher was, I think he knew that I did that. Uh -huh. He was so impressed with me that he was the um, captain of the debate team. 
Did they want you on he the debate? He was trying to recruit me for the debate you team. And they t- were a big debate team where they would travel, like, the country. Right, and compete. Even to, to the UK and everything. And he was like, I really think you would be good at this. You would have won all the debates. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not a debater. Yeah, but you're very good at making a point. I guess. You know? Yeah. I, I just try to deeply think about things and... I don't know. I, I just, I, I wing it. <laughs> I just wing it. I'm just well, good we, at winging it. I think at the end of the day, though, we all have a different process of doing things. Right. And that's an amazing process for right. you. Like, that's, right. that's how you do things. And yeah. if that is, like, run with it. Right. You know, we're all different. We all work differently. Our minds yeah. react differently. Yeah. And that's amazing. It's I just, wish I could wing it. Yeah. I'm I, a, like, you're a more structured, pre- yeah, you're a more prep person. Yeah. And I also need my prep. Mm. I just need the guideline and then I can go out and do it. Right. And, um, which but, means you need to get an improv. Exactly. Yes. And so I'm going to take a vow okay. right here on this ladies like us podcast. Mm-hmm. And I already talked to Omar about it. Cause I brought it up to him and he goes, I'm so down to do this with you. And I'm like, really? Ooh, and I this like could that. be really fun. Right. I'm going to look into start taking, uh, improv classes. I'm going to sign up when we get back. Okay. I'm going to find something. And if I fail, I fail. And if it turns into nothing, it turns into nothing. But it's, but it's improv. And, like, you know, I've taken classes. Like, anything goes. Yeah. You know, they yeah. give you a subject or they, they throw you a line and you run with it. Right. Or, like, your improv partner right. will start something and mm-hmm. you run with it. There's right. really no wrong. Right. And it's just going to spark a deeper passion. That's what I'm looking you know? for is that this podcast has created. I love makeup. Right. Makeup is something that nat- was natural for me Very. that I picked up and I, you know, I wasn't always good. That takes practice, but I had the artistic background right. and I just needed to keep practicing to perfect it. And, um, like if I look at my old makeup pictures, I'm like, oof. <laughs> no, it but was it's a, never, it's a journey. Yeah. But it was never, oof. yeah. You and, know, and also makeup trends have come a long way. Cause mm. at the time when I was saying oof, that was the look. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I always had the artistic background to support it, but th- it just never felt enough for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing this podcast and, and this is why I relate to Jeannie from our last episode when mm-hmm. she said when she was a makeup artist and she said what she realized was she enjoyed the connection she had with people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like also. Right. It feeds my soul and it, it it's it's a newfound passion that I'm just. I love it. Yeah. I love reading everyone's DMs and they send us their questions and their concerns. And the fact that they trust us with this is, is Im- huge. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And so yeah. I feel really blessed that we're able to do this. Absolutely. And we thank you guys for, for listening because it really means a lot to us. Too. I mean, a thousand yeah. percent. Like we really wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have you guys and right. have this audience and have this support. Exactly. You know, it all starts with you guys at the end of the day. So Keep sending in those DMs. We'll read them mm-hmm. and try to answer you guys honestly. Sometimes it's hard because we don't know you guys personally. Right. You know, and it's how do you guide someone you don't know? It's an object. Yeah. You can only give so much advice. You right. Don't know. Right. Yeah. So when we answer, you know, take what you can from it or what you want from it. But just know it's coming from a very honest and pure place. Right. Exactly. Like no one's trying to tear you down or no one's trying to, you know, blow smoke up your ass either. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's coming from an honest place. Yep. So, yeah, so that's my vow. I'm I love gonna, I'm it. Do it. Okay, you guys hear, heard it first. <laughs> no, but, okay, you're scared, so you have to do it. I know. If you're afraid, you have to do it. 
That's you remember have, that's what you said about your acting career. Yes. What did you tell me? At what point? <laughs> like, <laughs> at what point? No, I remember specifically that you said because it took you a long time to get to that place. You've always done modeling because it was easy for you because you, it just modeling was never a goal for me. It just that's what I'm saying. happened. It's like me with makeup. Yeah, you were just always good at it. Yes. So. That fell into your lap, but it, it was a good um, starting point for yes, you. Yes, because I never looked at modeling as just taking pictures. I always looked at modeling as acting in stills. Right, exactly. It was always a character for me. Mm -hmm. It was never, a, I'm just going to take a pretty picture, or I'm going to try and look hot. Right. Or I'm gonna no, it was always like in my head, what's the theme of the shoot? What am I doing? What am I wearing? Ooh. This is a movie. This is, this is a I scene. I like this. But that's how I was as a child. Right. You know, with, you were hella with my dramatic. brother. Yeah. <laughs> I I would make my brother, his name is Ollie. We call him Ash. Um, he We would set up a sheet as a backdrop. Uh-huh. And we had a, a toy camera that squirted water. Uh-huh. And I would put Madonna on. <laughs> and he would be the photographer. That's so cute. Yeah. I think I remember this. Yes. And I just, I loved it, but it wasn't because of me wanting to be a model like it was never that it was the performing it was that you performing. enjoyed yeah, yeah yeah that's what was speaking to you absolutely and and I was always very realistic as well right I'm only five three five four <laughs> on a good day yeah <laughs> and I'm not a stereotypical body type of a stick very thin model that's I'm just annoying not anyways I like, know why is I I will say it's gotten a lot better. It has. You know. Um, and I do understand the high fashion world with clothing. And I understand it to a different. degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was always realistic. And ladies, it's very important to be realistic in your yeah. career choices as well. I just want to say that. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful to go after your dreams and to never give up. But you have to, you really have to be in your industry, whatever it is, as realistic as you can be. Yeah, you have to have the talent yes, to support it. absolutely. And or the mindset or the knowledge, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, it, it also has to be followed up by the passion yeah. and the drive. Yes. You know, so if you That's don't have... That's the recipe right there. Absolutely. Boom. If you want longevity, <laughs> you got to have the passion, the drive, and the knowledge. And the talent. And, you, and the work. You got to put the work in. Yeah. You know? And the so, talent. And the talent. Okay? <laughs> Let me say it one more time. And the talent. So... Because there's just, there's just so many... Not to talk shit... But, but to talk <laughs> shit. But if we're going to be <laughs> candid over here. Let's do it. Um, there's a lot of makeup artists. If, um, if, we're, if we're just going to narrow down to mm. one thing, saying that they're makeup artists. Yeah. Doing makeup on just yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's great. Don't claim that you're a makeup artist. Like that if you're you working on clients. If you don't have clientele. Yeah. Right. Um, also... If you only know how to do one look on every single face no. and you don't know how to adjust and to enhance each indi it's individual's not a, is that features, art? that's not art. That's not art. Right. I'm just being real. No, be real. This is the so, real platform. It just grinds my gears. It I grinds know. my gears that people are out in these streets claiming that they're artists and it's 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 not good work. I know. It's not good work. But that is what sets a real artist apart from an IG artist or a YouTube artist. That only you know? takes you so far, though. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, no, but that's what I... But... <laughs> yeah. The, it's more likely for somebody who is truly artistic and has a drive to have more longevity in this industry mm -hmm. than somebody who just has hella followers. Yeah. What is going to happen when 
They'll fizzle out. Exactly. Yeah. They'll eventually fizzle out. Exactly. But you know what? Hustle. Do what you got to do. Make your money while it's right. here. Like, I respect it. Do your shit. Whatever exactly. you're doing. But there is, there definitely is a difference. Yeah. And you can see it. Mm-hmm. When you have taste and you have a certain taste level. Right. You can see the difference. That's such a huge part of it's it. It's huge. Man. Taste is, level is huge. You can't buy taste. No, you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot. In fashion beauty yeah i mean music movies yeah. food everything you cannot buy taste yeah it's something you were born with yeah exactly yeah. but going back to all these the lead up mm-hmm. so what kind of odd end jobs did you oh. do <laughs> where do where do i start okay so i moved out when i was 18 mm-hmm I knew my parents got divorced. I knew I did not want to ask them for money. Right. I was not going to ask them for shit. Right. They were going through enough. So, um, and I was just at this age where I was like, I'm independent. I got this. Mm-hmm. I moved out, got a place, but which means I had to get a job. Right. Because my acting career was not where it should be to fully support me. Were you pursuing acting then? Yes. Oh, you were? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah, because you did I was Raven, on Raven and all that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. So, but it wasn't like how it is now. I was not dedicated the way I... You were 18. I know. Like, I know. But seeing you probably this didn't even significant really, difference is crazy. Yeah. You, your drive was different. You probably didn't even really fully know that you... How passionate you were. Right. You know, that, that... I was afraid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a job working in retail in the Sunset Plaza mm-hmm. on Sunset Boulevard. And I worked there, oh my gosh, for probably five, six years. Mm-hmm. A really long time. You got paid well. I got paid. I remember... So well. Yeah. I got my commission. I got my hourly. I was hustling. Yeah. What's crazy is now my client... My clientele back then mm-hmm. are now my peers, which is really crazy. That is crazy. It's really crazy That's to cool. think about. It is. Yeah. yeah, to come full circle. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, but during all of that, it was really difficult, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because Miguel and I only had one car, and we shared it. Mm-hmm. And it was my first car, which was a silver Honda mm-hmm. Civic. Honda Civic, yep. And he would drive me to work every morning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to be honest, some of you may know this, I was supporting the both of us yeah, you financially were the, you were the breadwinner i was the, the breadwinner at the time supporting your man i was and he was out there looking for a record deal yeah you know and it was not easy no it was looking back i'm just like wow mm-hmm. we like really did that and that's yeah crazy yeah but it's so cool because it just it shapes so much like it, it's a part of your story and it's a part of the hustle and the struggle and mm-hmm. That's that's where the good shit lies. Yeah. Learning from that Abs- all that. Absolutely. You know? But the transition was I don't know if I've ever told you it was really hard for me. What what transition? He when he got his record deal and you know, everything started happening. Right. He was like, Quit your job. Oh I got you. Got it. And I was just like Immediately off the bat? No, no, no. This was some time in. Okay. Um but I was like, dang maybe like a year. Yeah, so I mean uh, probably about a year into it, um, I ended up leaving my job. Mm-hmm. But it was really hard for me to accept certain things, mm-hmm. um, to accept my bills getting paid, or mm. even just certain gifts. I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was I. I really struggled with it. Hmm. It was very very weird because I, I didn't know how to take it. Right. I'd be like, bring it on. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm like, sorry, I can't relate. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like that now. I'm, I'm fine now. You're like, I'm okay with it now. Now is fine. But um, yeah, at first it was really hard. That's interesting. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I just felt guilty. You felt- and I don't know why. Hmm. Like you, you felt guilty about him getting you those things, yeah, like, and yeah, and then just me um, being supported by him financially was really, really hard at first for me. Did you just feel like, like that lifestyle was uncomfortable for you because you wanted to have your own thing going? Yes, uh-huh. and because you're more independent. Yeah, yeah, that was very hard for me, and and also it was part of me felt like I didn't deserve it interesting because i didn't earn it myself right so i was fighting that i get that yeah but but what you have to remember is you were a part of it i know you were part of the build-up you were part of his success in the beginning because you were holding him down and that's beautiful because that's what you do when you love somebody absolutely you hold each other down Mm -hmm. so whenever he's down and you're up and and he's up and you're down like it's a team yeah and his success is yours and yours is his and that's how it should be so but i get it though because yeah it was it was uncomfortable yeah it was very very uncomfortable no i get it but we're past that now (laughs) (laughs) but now i love all my gifts now i'm like oh thank you sometimes he doesn't even know he bought me a bag (laughs) yeah so that's great i love that okay so you did retail so i did retail didn't you work actually uh miguel and i Uh worked at a dispensary together i remember this I worked the front desk. I'm so mad I didn't take advantage I of know. this. We it, hooked you up. I was too far at the time. I know. And like, I really wasn't smoking as much then. That's true. Like, Ash and Jared took advantage of <sighs> Yeah. So stupid. I should have. I know. That's so funny, though. Yeah. It's because you were a cute girl, so they put you they in, put the in the front. They put me in the front as the receptionist. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then Miguel worked inside, like, helping the customers, uh-huh. packing the weed, all that right, stuff. Right, right. Um, so we did that together, which was which was you wouldn't guess we would be doing that at all um so i do what you gotta do man (laughs) right so i did that um i worked at a high-end um car rental place oh for probably about a year what yeah why do i not remember this? i don't know dude i don't remember that (laughs) i worked there for about a year i learned a lot about cars you did yeah wow yeah, I'm I learning did. things too, guys. See, there you go. <laughs> did that for a long time. I mean, what else? I never worked in the food industry. Mm, um, I did. I worked at P.F. Chang's. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was a hostess. I do remember this. Trying to work my way to a server. Oh, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Did you leave? You were just like, I'm over yeah, this? Yeah, I was like over this. Right. You know, actually, you know how I left was um, I was with my old friend, Jamie, and it was her. She was getting married, It was, and we went to to go try on her wedding dress and uh-huh. it was me her and her mom and we went to lunch afterwards and we got kind of tipsy because we were her mom kept ordering oh, us no. wine and i had to i had a shift i had to go to work after this did you just not show up i i called uh-huh. and i told him hey uh i'm not gonna be able to make it i've been drinking right <laughs> i told them the truth I, I was mean, like, that's good and i was like i'm i just i can't make it i'm right. sorry and he was like uh okay well like if you may, if you don't come in, like we're gonna have to let you go. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she was like, and goodbye. I was like, screw that job. Yeah, like, no, that shit's not gonna hold me down. I never put that on my resume. Like any, like it no. just, 
it was just another experience to check off the list. Right. Just some extra money. Yeah. yeah. I also, my first, first job, uh, I don't know if you remember this, my, mom, my mom's friend, Sylvia, mm-hmm. she's a dental assistant. I remember this. So, and it was down the street, wasn't it down the street? It was down the hill from my it. house. It was uh, a dental office. And I would go in and like sanitize all the tools. I was like the assistant of the assistant. Oh, okay. So that's where I, that was my first job. Okay. And then I obviously I did the mortgage. I was in the mortgage industry for a little bit. I was a, I did at the mortgage industry. Oh, we were doing um, loan modifications when loan modifications were hot. Okay. I was a customer service representative and it was torture because. Dealing with these people? Yes, because they were losing their homes. Mm -hmm. And they would call me and cry to me on the phone. And these friggin' asshole loan officers (sighs) were signing up these people on bad deals. They weren't even good deals just so they could get their cut. Then they would send them to the processing department. And the poor processing department would be set up with this awful situation. And they would have to try to help these people save their homes. And there was only so much they could do and work mm-hmm. out with these banks. And then it all fell back on me because I was the one who would have to talk to them and be like, yeah, like that is you're probably going to lose your home terrible. or whatever. I had people come in and ask to have meetings with me, like crying to me. I would literally sometimes, no lie, go to the bathroom and cry. Oh, no. <laughs> it was heavy. Absolutely. I hated and it. And then it was probably like story after story. Yeah. It was, oh, no. I was cleaning up everyone's bullshit. Oh. That was my job. And I was good at How it. How long were you there? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> that's why they put me there. I don't remember. It was over a year for sure. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it was rough. Um, But what else? But, you know, customer service, again, dealing with people. like Yeah, you liked it. I knew how to talk to people. I knew mm-hmm. how to make them feel comfortable. And even if they were losing their home, I had to figure out ways to be like, listen, like, we're doing our best. Right. This might happen for you. You need to mentally prepare yourself, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Oh, that's heavy. Um, it was heavy. It was yeah. heavy. And they'd be like, my children grew up in this home. How, you know, and it's just oh. like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Like, it, it was bullshit. I hated that. Shit. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. Um, what mm-hmm. else? P.F. Chang's. Off the top of my head, that's really all I could think about of mm-hmm. weird jobs that I did. I'm sure there are a lot more. Right. That I've just deleted from my mind it never happen yeah those but- late nights <laughs> no, <I'm just> gonna- <laughs> maybe i licked a few envelopes oh my god stop <laughs> do you ever hear about that no you could make money off like licking envelopes and sealing envelopes they would like pay you for that yeah there's a lot of weird on jobs i've anyway i've never heard of wow <laughs> that's if you're really struggling and you're just hustling hey your ass get off. that exactly, money exactly um but You know, the whole point of it being is that it's never really too late to 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 go after that dream. If you have an itch, you know, I have this itch that I feel like I got a scratch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. I challenge you guys to dig deep and be like, you know, I've always wanted to take an art class. I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar, whatever it is. Just go for it. Mm -hmm. You you can have an arsenal of talents and and even hobbies hobbies exactly do it for your soul Mm -hmm. it doesn't have you don't have to make money off of it you can do your nine to this actually this is what i was telling your brother Mm -hmm. uh 
you can have that nine, do the nine to five, because if you don't have a talent or whatever it is and you, you need the money, you need that stability, you need the stability, Absolutely. do that, but find something else that feeds either your creativity, your passion, whatever it is, mm -hmm. do that still. And as a hobby right. or whatever, make that fun because that's what life is about. You can't just work, work, go to sleep, work again, and then you die. No, that's how, not the way to how live. How uninspiring. Exactly. What do you have to look forward to every day? You mm -hmm. know? Exactly. It's that repetitive lifestyle. Yeah. You can't, you can't waste your life on that. No. You got to find something that feeds the mind, body, and soul at the end of the day. It'll right? kill you. It will. It It'll will literally you. kill you. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're creative. Oh. They I, suffer the most. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I feel, yeah. It's just feeling being boxed up. Exactly. And, yeah. You just will explode. Exactly. You have to have some, some sort of outlet to get that out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's never too late. Um, but you know, like you were saying, be realistic. Yes. I mean, it's really important to be realistic. It's important to, and this is what I did. And, and I encourage you to at least try it. It's sit down and really write out what you want to do with your life. Right. You know, from this is my career. This is hobbies. This is how I want to do it. Ideally, this is how I'm going to try and do it. Um, exactly. The details right. in your goal setting. Yes. It's so important. Is what sets your goals from just becoming this like idea that floats in your head right. into a plan of action. Yes. But it's also important to remember that, yes, you can have a plan, but you need to be flexible in your approach. Right, right, right. Especially if you're trying to make a name for yourself in the industry, entertainment right. industry. Right. Uh, you know, things are different every day. Right. You know, from yeah. scheduling to you book the job to, no, sorry, they gave it to somebody else. Right. You just never know. Yeah, get comfortable with the rejection. Yeah, get comfortable <laughs> with hearing the word no. Exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. because you're going to hear the word no mm -hmm. majority of the time. Yeah. That's just how this industry works. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the thick skin to take that, this is probably not your industry. Right. And that's okay. Right. But at the end of the day, even after you write down all your goals, give yourself a timeline. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm going to give myself a solid three years to go full throttle mm -hmm. at this career, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, be realistic and just, you got to cut the cord yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. You gave it your all and that's, all you can do, mm -hmm. no regrets, and you move forward and you find something else that you love. There's mm -hmm. so many things to do in this world. Mm -hmm. You cannot be limited to one thing. Oh, that reminds me. I have a backup plan. Oh, what is it? <laughs> um, if things don't pan out the way I want them to, and I'm mm -hmm. just like, okay, I just want to do something else. I'm going to, and I talked to Alex. He is um, oh. Miguel's old assistant, and he mm -hmm. is now, um, I forget if he's a realtor or a real estate agent. I think it's an agent. I think he's an agent. Um, I love houses mm -hmm. and I love everything that has to do with houses and architecture and all that stuff. And I feel like I would kill it in selling a home. Oh man. And he's an Aries and he kills it. And I'm like, Alex, that teamwork would we, be crazy. Yeah. I'm like, if this shit doesn't pan out, I'm going to, join you and we are gonna kill it we're gonna sell these homes the aries of hollywood <laughs> i love it <laughs> they're so, gonna yeah. be on bravo yeah. i call i see it here now that's my Selling other secret homes. dream yes that's the backup secret dream i love it <laughs> i you guys would kill it see and and you know who knows maybe after 40 i do it who knows yes i mean exactly who, look at there's so much to look forward to mm -hmm. because even though the unknown is scary, it's also beautiful. Exactly. And it's inspiring and it's exciting because what I believe is truly the best has yet to happen. Mm -hmm. It really. Yeah. 
like Agreed. the experiences that we're going to mm-hmm. go through. We have no idea what's no in store. No idea. Children, it's the best part. where we're going to yep. travel to next. Yep. You know, it's, but you have to also create that life for yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and just don't be afraid to, to just make the move. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young mm-hmm. you are. There's people that go back to college in their fifties oh. yep. and don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. If you are sitting in a classroom with a bunch of 20 year olds, screw it. You actually look really cool because at 50, you're going back to pursue something you're passionate about. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. It, so, it's so it takes so much courage. Yeah. It's amazing. So don't feel bad about that. But mm-hmm. to wrap it all up, the world is your oyster, ladies. Go for it. <laughs> don't let Follow. any kind of fear hold you back. Yes. Follow fear your dreams. Is an illusion. La la la. <laughs> and up next we have our ladies like you segment. Oh my God, who sings this song? It's so good. You like it? I do. I think I know who sings it. Who? Me. (laughs) Duh, I knew that. Of course. Yes. I was there for the video, of course. She was. She glammed me to death (laughs) in the best way possible. Beat for the gods. Like always. But seriously, Naz, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. So proud of you. Thank you. And people are going to love this song. Where can they get it? So the single drops this Friday. It's called Forever Mood. Mm -hmm. Uh, The song will be available on every single streaming platform you could think of. And Billboard.com has the exclusive, an interview, the song, and the video will premiere there. Amazing. Yes. You guys heard it here first, guys. Make sure you go check out Forever Mood. Only thing I want right now. And we're back. It's time for ladies like you. And we have a question from underscore Esser. It's like (laughs) E-S and a lot of R's. Esser. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What up, homie? (laughs) And their question is, what helps you stay consistent with achieving your goals? especially when you're not feeling like your highest self. Mm. Ooh, we have all been there. Mm, there have been good. plenty of instances where I do not feel like my highest self. Right. And I have to go make it happen. Right. You know, and it's one of those situations where you just do. Right. Not overthink. Right. When you start mm-hmm. to overthink, mm-hmm. you start to convince yourself mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. That's me all day. And all it's, day. It's just... I the, live by that thing. I mean, do and don't think. Do and don't. do and don't think. Oh my god, I, that's like my motto, actually. Yeah, no, with I everything. Mean, I mean, it. it... <laughs> yes, that's your motto. That's my motto in life. Yeah. yeah, just don't think about things and just do them. Sometimes I, it gets me in trouble, but <laughs> I mean, but it's a great motto at the end of the day because you get a lot more done that way. Right. You know, there are many of times where I'm like, oh, I don't want to work out. I don't want to be yeah. in here. But you know what? By working out, it's going to make me have a better day. Yeah. 
which is going to attract other better things for myself mm -hmm. and it's going to set the tone for my day and you know what i do too is like i think about i mentally when i do think mm -hmm. <laughs> i think about the people that i re respect and admire that mm -hmm. i know that are getting their shit done and doing it right. like i list i wa i have watched beyonce's homecoming oh it's so good I can't even tell you how many times I've watched it because I put it on on the treadmill. Oh, you're probably running a million miles. No, an for hour. real. Yeah. It keeps me so motivated because yeah. I'm looking at her like this bitch did this. Like she had two kids, two twins, and... popped the babies out and, and then did this performance mm. months and later. Looks incredible. Looks incredible. Sounds incredible. You know, she yeah. really is such a, a force to be reckoned with Absolutely. and I respect that so much and I pull my strength from her and I'm mm -hmm. like I know it's stupid but I'm like if Beyonce it's, did it I can do it. It's not stupid. <laughs> That's another amazing motto. Yeah. It's not stupid. It's the motto. You know she's a, a prime example of hard work mm -hmm. focus dedication exactly. and believing in yourself. Yeah. You know and, and if they can do it you can do it. Absolutely. There's nothing stopping you nothing, from doing it. Nothing. So accept yourself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next question is at the Vicnick 85. Mm -hmm. I am a 33 year old that won't graduate with my engineering degree until I'm 35. And I feel like I should have been in my career for at least 10 years already. All that to say, how do I deal with society's timelines? Fuck Again. Them. Yeah, exactly. Again, going back to that. Screw society's timelines. Nope. I don't know who the hell in this society who decided. Who created these timelines? Exactly. Whose timelines are these? Because they're not mine. No. And they shouldn't be yours. Your timeline should be your own. And if you decided at 33 or wherever age you decided to pursue that and you're, you're finishing at 35, that's still so young, first of all. So young. First of all. 30s. <sighs> you have so much time to be... It just doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Don't pay attention to age and timelines. Just do. Again, that's what you want to do. do. Do it. Don't overthink. Exactly. We're going back to question number two. Exactly. Just do it. Screw society's timelines. Yep. And that is all for today, guys. I feel like that was such a good episode. I feel so like empowered yes. and ready to take on our goals. Yes. And I hope you guys do too. And we just want to thank you guys so much for continuing to tune in. And we just want to say, make sure that you go to your podcast app on Apple, or you can go to, um, what is it? Podcast one <laughs> and hit subscribe so that you are constantly staying up to date with all of our latest episodes. And if you like our stuff, please give us a five-star rating or any rating shit. We'll take, you know, just don't give us one. <laughs> don't go below three yeah. guys. <laughs> don't on. go below don't three in the face and well, leave a really nice review because we read them. Yeah, we do. We read yeah. everything. Well, we're trying to, it's yeah. getting a little backed up, which but we're grateful for. We appreciate you all. We see everything. We hear everything. And we're taking it all into consideration. So um, continue to send. And remember, guys, you, you can, can always sit with us. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from the Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. 
When your favorite show ends, Rob Sister Nino is just getting started with post-show recaps on Podcast One. Sign me up. Join him for live interactive podcasts right after episodes of your favorite shows like Big Little Lies and Star Trek Discovery, plus Netflix original shows like Stranger Things and so much more. I want to see Stranger Things in the big city. I want some Chicago redemption. Okay, <laughs> another Dick Wolf production, Chicago Stranger yes, Things. Yes. <laughs> Download new episodes of post-show recaps every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.